Hello, my friend, and welcome to TFU News and Views. I am your host, Anthony Brucali, owner, operator, Batman behind TFU.info, the website, Transformers University Podcast, this podcast, the Toy Archive, the Twitter feed, and oh, so much more. And I just want to welcome you to this edition of TFU News and Views. You know, I was going to talk about leaks. I was going to talk about uh, various assorted uh, con men and things in the Transformers fandom, things that have lit up my Twitter feed over the last two months. And the longer I got away from some of these conversations, uh, the less less I wanted to talk about it. So I, I, I was wondering and thinking and playing around with some ideas of things to talk about here on TFU News and Views. And, and I ended up landing on a few things that were, were and have been floating around in my mind as a, as a podcaster, as a fan, as someone who works with uh, creating content and creating a video and live events and everything else I do in my professional career. And it all stemmed originally from from two things that I want to talk about. Uh, one is a documentary uh, I watched on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. And uh, it talks about the ethics of social media companies and and what they do to kind of keep you engaged. And I, I, I'm not really qualified to talk about that, but there was something interesting I saw in there that really kind of sparked my imagination. And that is the battle for our attention. Now, this is one of the key points in this documentary, and it led me thinking a bit about uh, Transformers fandom and just how we engage online, how we've engaged online since the start of the pandemic, and even as we're making our way out of the tunnel that is the pandemic, uh, I don't think we're there yet, but uh, you know, I do think we are seeing that light, right? Um, as we're making our way out, you know, how this has changed uh, our our focus and our attention and and what that means for Transformers as a brand, as a hobby, uh, where you see yourself interacting and engaging and letting uh, Transformers fandom be part of whatever you pay attention to, right? Uh, it's, it's a really interesting concept. And basically the concept is this, right? Um, that the social media companies and the way uh, they give you notifications and the way they uh, track your posts and your inter interests and your interactions uh, build a way to keep you engaged in their platform, be it Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, whatever, right? The idea is to stay within the confines of whatever platform that is. Um, it's it's such such a, a big thing, right? But it's, it's interesting because it, it also leads to uh, television. It leads to IP. It leads to streaming. Um, and that's the other part I want to talk about because I think it's all part of this big conversation. Uh, and that is in the battle for your attention, right? Big media companies are kind of shoring up IP. They're shoring up intellectual property, right? So last year we had the the Disney Fox merger, right? Which which kind of brought a whole ton of things under the Disney banner. And then just recently, 
AT&T decided to spin off Warner Media to uh, Discovery Network. Now they're buying uh, Warner Media from AT&T, which makes Discovery into this huge, you know, conglomerate of content. You know, you have everything from Animal Planet to TLC to the Cooking and Food Networks, uh, Cooking Channel and Food Network. Uh, yeah, you have all that stuff. You have all of Warner's stuff. So guess what? You got DC. You got uh, Cartoon Network. And basically anything that's under Warner's uh, purview. Uh, you also have Amazon just recently buying the back catalog of MGM Films, which puts a whole bunch of properties under the Amazon banner, right? And I know you're hearing me say this, Disney Fox and Amazon MGM and uh, uh, Warner, which also has HBO, <laughs> uh, Warner and Discovery Channel. And this all kind of stems from an article I read uh, from uh, NAB, which is the National Association of Broadcasters. Uh, they sent it in, in a newsletter just recently about how IP is the new primetime. And this all kind of also goes to the battle for our attention, right? They're buying up this IP because these IPs have built-in fans and followings and viewerships. It's kind of like when you go to a strange city that if you go to an Applebee's, right, you know what the menu is, you know what the food tastes like, you don't have to worry so much about being surprised in a negative way. You have an idea of what the parameters and the engagement's going to be. And so as a fan, as a viewer, that's what these companies are hoping for from you. Now, all right, I've rambled on for about, what, five minutes here about uh, the battle for our attention and the importance of intellectual property and what does this mean for Transformers? Well, Hasbro has uh, been down this road to some extent, right? A couple of years ago, they purchased E1 Entertainment, uh, which had things such as Death Row Records and uh, uh, the rights to uh, Grey's Anatomy and uh, all the spinoffs from there. So, uh, <laughs> so all you Station 19 fans, wait for that Transformers crossover. My point being is that Hasbro has been setting itself up as a media company for the last, I don't know, 10 years uh, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, but they haven't really ventured into being more than a company that owns a lot of IP, right? So they they have their in-house brands, Transformers and, and G.I. Joe and My Little Pony. Uh, they have everything they've purchased from E1. Eventually, as these big companies start gobbling up the bigger companies, right? Uh, they're going to start looking to the smaller companies, especially ones that have IP that they can create content and create reasons for you to toss your attention their way. They're going to look to these companies as potential things to acquire. Uh, it, it's just how media companies work. They, Anytime there's a, a large amount of media companies in a field, uh, eventually they pare down. And some of the streaming services, those will pare down too, I think. Um, you know, you have NBC and their their Peacock network. You have um, CBS and Paramount Plus as a as Viacom's uh, media network. And, and those two are smaller comparatively to some of these other ones and easily get gobbled up. Uh, but and also then contain a lot of IP, but eventually it's going to trickle down to the companies like Hasbro, like Mattel, that have these well-known, highly recognizable, highly profitable pieces of IP to offer up as part of a, a company sale, right? 
So it's just kind of interesting to me that in the battle for your attention, uh, Macy, somewhere down the line, I'm not talking tomorrow, I'm not talking next year, but somewhere down the line, you may see one of these companies reach out and take over Hasbro. Now, think about this, right? Hasbro is doing a really good job with their media holdings, um, with their shows, peppering them out to various companies, right? So you've got Netflix with the War for Cybertron series and the upcoming Cyberverse uh, season four. You've got Hasbro playing uh, with uh, Fox in their Tubi app right cuz fox owns tubi so they they they've licensed out the archive of hasbro shows transformers gi joe and a number of others uh to tubi and to the roku channel i'm not even entirely sure who owns roku but the roku channel has some uh transformer series available on it too including two seasons of rescue bots and one season of the 2015 robots in disguise series that you can't really find anywhere and don't worry if you don't own a roku that's okay it's still a free app on your phone on your smart tv uh, whatever you want to use to watch uh, those series so if you if you want season two of rid 2015 that's where to watch it and i i recommend you do Uh, it's a good series and it's an underrated transformers show but back to my point. So Hasbro's playing with Fox. Hasbro's playing with Netflix. Hasbro does the licenses for Marvel and Star Wars. So they've been playing a little bit with Disney too, right? Hasbro has worked with Discovery Networks and Warner in the past with the Cartoon Network with uh, their venture into the hub. Hasbro has Amazon creating a Lady J spinoff series for G.I. Joe in the next year or so. So that's that's most of the major players, right? Oh, what about Paramount? Paramount does the Transformers movies. Paramount Plus is going to be a big deal for Paramount. So I would expect to see something there. And don't forget, we have another uh, Transformers series. I think it's the BotBot series, right? It's coming out on Nickelodeon, which is owned by Viacom, which owns Paramount. So... There, there's a lot of room for Hasbro to play, and it's 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 clear to me that Hasbro, in doing so, is making sure their options are open, that they have relationships with all of these companies to buy them up uh, if they were ever to, to try to sell off their IP. And I don't know if Mattel is as well positioned. Uh, they have a couple series on Netflix and... Uh, related to the Masters of the Universe, but they haven't really done a good job of cashing out some of those older properties, which I don't know if they belong to Warner or not. So the Silverhawks, the the Thundercats, uh, even Voltron. I don't, I'm not even entirely sure who owns Voltron anymore, but those are companies that you're going to see uh, as time goes on are going to get picked up by these larger companies to bring in a dedicated audience to keep your eyes in Amazon Prime Video or to keep your eyes in Netflix. Now, of course, Hasbro could play the role of the mercenary and not sell the company to any of these players. But I think sometime in the next, I'm going to say five years, and this is really just speculation on my part, that you might see one of these companies buy up Hasbro. Personally, I think the best bet for them, the one that makes the most sense, 
And the one as a Transformers fan, I think I would want to see is if Amazon bought them up. And and I know somebody rolled their eyes, me saying that, um, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. But just looking at the content Amazon produces for Amazon Prime, the way their system works where the idea is to make you buy the thing that you're seeing on the screen. Uh, if you ever pause an Amazon show on your TV, it's so weird. <laughs> they, they tell you it links right into IMDb, which is also owned by Amazon, um, and tells you the actors that are in that particular scene, the song that is playing in that particular scene. Uh, it's all meant to drive you uh, as a viewer, uh, as someone who's using a device, to that site, to IMDb, so you can you know get sold a movie ticket or an ad or something, or straight to Amazon to buy something. So imagine you're watching a Transformers show and you pause it and the links to the toys from that show are now up on your screen telling you to buy them or how much they cost or if they're available. That seems like the ideal situation for a company like Hasbro uh, or a company like Amazon if they were to buy Hasbro to move product and to make money and that would be the most sensible one. Um, that said, if they were bought by Netflix, there would at least be a ton of budget. I think their their budgetary restrictions that would be on a show like uh, War for Cybertron uh, that they're currently running uh, would be lifted to some extent. But again, this is all just uh, speculation has been flipping around in my head for the last few weeks, and uh, I need to share it with someone, <laughs> anyone who uh, just wanted to listen and hear and think about it. And so with that, I'm going to wrap up this edition of TFU News and Views. Now, uh, if you want to catch up with me, the best way to do it is on Twitter at TFU underscore info. The rest is in this promo. Thanks for listening to the show. Stick around to hear what's coming up next episode. But first, I want to fill you in on a few ways you can stay in touch with the show. Want to be on the show? Leave us a voicemail at 702-763-4838. That's 702-POD-4TFU. Or send an email to info at tfu.info. Be sure to catch us on Twitter at TFU underscore info and on Facebook and Instagram under the username TFU info, all one word. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TFU info, where we post all of our podcasts plus special video segments, reviews, and live coverage of Transformers-related events such as New York Toy Fair and New York Comic Con. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit us at www.tfu.info, the world's longest-running transforming toy archive. So, until next time, I am your host, Anthony Brucalli, owner-operator, madman behind tfu.info, and TFU News and Views. Be sure to check out Transformers University podcast. Uh, we just posted episode 101, and 102 is not too far behind. And episode 103 is nearby. Real nearby. So until next time, see ya. Want to learn a bit about the Transformers? Think you know everything about Cybertron, but are looking to learn a little bit more. 
Enroll today at Transformers University Podcast. Each episode will tackle a piece of Transformers history, starting in 1984 and marching our way up to today. Hosted by me, Anthony Brucalli, three-time Emmy Award winner and consulting producer on Netflix's The Toys That Made Us, and lifelong Transformers fan, we'll go on a journey through cartoons and comics, toys and movies, and all the weird esoterica from around the world, chronicling the adventures of everyone's favorite, Robots in Disguise. Listen to Transformers University on iTunes, Google, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Transform and roll out!